on this episode of Intent Topics, I walk into a huge rant by Logan on why more deals aren't closing, and he's fired up. Logan, how's it going, buddy? Um, it's all right. Yeah? How was your day? I, my day was great. I'm doing awesome. Uh, yeah. but, I, but I feel like uh, I feel like I keep on having the same conversations. Like, days are deja vu. So. <laughs> nice. You seem a little punchy. What's on your mind? Um, I feel like the amount of opportunity that I have seen wasted by salespeople is enormous. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? So, okay. So, so I'll, I'll, uh, I'll back up back in, I got my start in sales, you know, while well, I got my start in sales, like door to door, you know, selling Comcast back when I was right. 18. Yeah. But then I got into the car business, which is where my, my kind of education of, of what it takes to be a, to, to be a real professional salesperson, you know, no, you cannot mm-hmm. take a day off. Like if you, if you are not on as a car salesman, you, you don't make any money. If you are, you make a ton of money, right? That's, that's how it goes. You, like, Nothing in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, and some people get lucky, right? And they'll like beat you one time, right? And it's like, you know, all right, that, yeah. that sucks. Yeah. Um, but what I've seen like in that business, in that industry, and then, and then a lot in the B2B space, like think about this, in the, in the B2B space, Right. The 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 likelihood of you seeing you messing up a deal because you haven't followed up or you said the wrong thing, like it's not as in your face as when you're you when you're just sitting there with somebody, right? Sure, sure. Or somebody walks off your lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. So so the metaphor is this, like, you know, because because the sense of urgency is not inherent, right? Like in the car business, I knew if a person left the dealership, they were unlikely to buy a car. Now, it was, you know, 2010, 2011, 2012, 2013, there was the internet. I could not be a slimy car salesman. You had to, to like, be totally. composed. You had to show value. You had to be a good yeah. person. You Like, you you couldn't yeah. be an asshole. Yeah, those days ago. But you had to close them. You had to convince yep. them to buy. You had to build urgency. You had to show value. And there yeah. had to be a sense of urgency, to, you know, in yourself in order yeah. to do that. Were you going to say something? Well, yeah, just the amount of uh, materials they have against you right. and how and, and how much you're forced to be authentic or you're just oh, yeah. or you're, you're dead. Nowhere. Yeah, yeah, dead in the water. Done. Yeah. Yep. So, so now... Uh, you know, I see in that industry, there's a, a, a lack of urgency. And then, and then I, I see companies like, you know, we're, we're trying to find suppliers. We're trying to find vendors. Um, you know, we, I look at, I look at, you know, I, I have lunch with, with people and I hear these stories. Right. And it's like this sense of urgency in B2B is no different. Right. These are bigger deals. In, mm-hmm. in business to business, it's a bigger deal than a car. Right. But, but so often there's like, like, let's break out why people don't, don't chase and, and don't have a sense of urgency. Right. Sure. The first one, uh, you have people 
pre-qualifying themselves out of a deal. Right? Like give an example. So it's like, oh, you know, that company can't buy because, right? Or, you know, uh, a lot of times, you know, a guy who says this, this happens or, Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever it is in your business. Oh you, yeah. Like we've you, heard it like, Oh, they're, they're too young. Don't want to teach them everything. Yeah. I need to teach them to even get the order. And then sure. we don't even know if they're going to last because sure. they're entrepreneurs. Sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Too chaotic. Yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. Sure. Sounds like a little bit of cannabis stuff there, but yeah. So, so you, you see these salespeople, right? I see it all the time. Like luckily I, I feel like the people that we work with, like, you know, our clients and stuff, a sense of urgency is always there, right? Sure. Because we're or putting quality in front of, of them, you know, so so like we try to make paying. sure we shake all that out, you know, but yeah, and they're paying and they're paying us to do what we do. Yeah. And if, if they don't see value in it, well, yeah. I guess it's kind of like this this like balance line. If they don't see value in it, they won't be urgent. They won't be urgent if they don't see there's value in it. None of this works. And then right. the relationship's done. Right. Yeah. You know? So right. so back to what we're talking about. Like yep, yep. you got you got salespeople pre-qualifying themselves out of a deal. Right. Right? Two. Yep. Number two. The, What's two? So, that, so yeah, okay, so that's that's good, right? That was one. Yeah. Okay. Number two. Uh lack of urgency to understand what the next step is. Right? Hmm. So hmm. So you're on a phone call yeah, and you get off without asking somebody to take the next step. Right. What's the next step? Right. Next logical step too. Right. Like there's, there's, um, I see this sometimes is people think the next step is just one thing, but it's actually that, that step in the, in the seller's mind is actually maybe a little too far down the road. Yeah. And they've made some assumptions about how far down the road they were and they potentially skip steps. Like right. for example, internal buy-in right on a large, yeah, absolutely. Deal, you know? Yeah, um, it's a, so, so that's what it comes back to. Like, like if you're selling something, control the deal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. I, I've never bought your service. <laughs> right. Tell me how to buy it. Mm-hmm. If I need to pump mm-hmm. the brakes, convince me why. Right. If you don't feel comfortable telling me why your price right now, don't just tell me it's not time to go over price. Like, screw you. Tell me why you need to gather more information to validate that. Yeah. Right. Dude, I had, I had a wicked bad experience with that years ago. I was trying to set up some, um, I forget the company. I wish I remembered the name of it. Uh, it was like dashboard software, um, uh, Dharma Shah's like uh, invested or whatever. I would say the name if I can remember it. I'll, I'll Google it. You know, you know the name. The dashboard software we looked at. Anyways, I'm trying to build dashboards for the, inside the office in, in Portsmouth and HubSpot for these different teams. And this sales rep would not even get me to the point where I could have a give me a ballpark conversation of like what this would, would be. He's like, oh, well, there's onboarding and there's this and we'd have to talk about it. And he, and he wanted all these like deep dive calls and all he cared about is my um, decision-making authority and all that, which is great. I get that. Don't get me wrong. But it was so frustrating trying to get a straight answer on how it would go right. that I was like, get the hell out of here. I'm not, 
Yeah. I'm not, I'm not talking to you anymore. Like, I don't even care. Like, and I never looked at it since. <laughs> right. That was years right. ago. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like we've kind of like melded this together. Right. So it's like, it's like two urgency on the next step. Three, like have a sales process and follow it. Right. Most sales managers worth their salt will have a sales process identified. Mm-hmm. Many sales managers and sales leaders have a problem with holding people to those processes. That makes a miserable buying experience right. for their customers. Exactly. That, that's what happens. If it's not a miserable buying experience, they don't see it, but they see deals die on the vine. Pipeline mm-hmm. stall out because there's no urgency. There's no commitment to take the next step. There's no right. urgency. And then the fourth one, I'm just throwing it at you, is yeah. curiosity, right? So, totally. like, so like there's one. there's no curiosity. And I'm so tired of hearing, like, Gary Vaynerchuk talk about curiosity. Like, it's, like, some, like, grandiose idea, right? It's, like, like what, what are you trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And why can what I'm selling help you accomplish that? I don't so, care what color your cat is, but I do care how I can help you. And you see a lot of people get on these these calls only talking about themselves. That right. kind of thing. You know? So go back go back to the Gary Vee stuff. What are you saying here? So he's so you you're, you are, are you saying like he's saying you need to be curious and you're like, why are people being told to be why are people being told to be curious? That's step one, even though it's four in this. But like, if you don't have any curiosity, it don't show up. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Like it, it, it's like, I think he's made it into like a, like this, like buzzword among like the, the, the business bro culture. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not, it's like, it's like, it's not some noble thing to have curiosity. Right. It's like, uh, just, just try to establish what somebody's trying to accomplish deeply enough. And then how can your product sort of help your prospect solve it? Yeah. So, so like, I don't know where, you know, soapbox curiosity or, you know, uh, mandatory, but I've seen curiosity in a different lack of curiosity and too much curiosity in the same, um, in a different capacity, like just managing people, right? Like, right. and so I have a huge like customer success background. I'm trying to keep customers. I'm trying to get them successful on, on in the engagements, right? And and there'd be employees that I would be like, dude, you have to have some curiosity in order to figure out what to do here. Like, it's not always going to be this process, right? And it's like right. a little creativity, a little curiosity. Like, why don't you go check out maybe that, you know, maybe this complaint, maybe, maybe the reason things aren't going well actually has like, a neat little thing that we could solve in this person's field. Right. Sure. Yeah. I think curiosity is good, but here's the problem when salespeople like exhibit so much curiosity and so much empathy and have no detachment. They fall in love with the customer. Hmm. And when the customer says no or has an objection, what happens? They're, they're crushed. Yeah. Or they believe that. They're rationalizing that. They're rationalizing giving up the gross. 
the ra- mm. the, the 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 deal, right? They're they're they are rationalizing why they shouldn't follow up with the person. They're rationalizing why they shouldn't try to convince the person that this is actually the right deal because they know enough about what the what the client or their prospect is trying to right. accomplish and they know deeply how their their product can solve that. Yeah, right? yeah. Let's so, also though let's let's real quick though, let's also not mistake that as not being empathetic, right? There is a way to be empathetic in the situation as well, right? And that's probably where some of this curiosity well, so, 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 so like so like uh, the way I think about it is empathy, right? If mm-hmm. if somebody's crying, right, then then you you say like, hey, I understand you're having a tough time. Is there anything I can do for you? Right. right? Sympathy mm-hmm. is something's if somebody's crying, then you cry with them. Right. Mm-hmm. And so so the problem is I think when you have people who get like not curious enough, mm-hmm. then then you can't establish fit. When you get, when you get too deep into the, the sort of weeds with a customer, Mm -hmm. like all the things they're trying to do, then, then the ability to detach and really, and really like focus on how your product can help them solve their problem Mm -hmm. goes away. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? Uh, Am I crazy? No, you're not crazy. Um, Let's get back to like this whole lack of follow-up kind of topic. You seem a little better now. Do you want to, uh, do you want to follow up with the importance of following up with a good leader being created? Yeah, yeah. With so, so I think all of this kind of like goes into this sack, right? Of like, yeah. like all the reasons that people let opportunities die, right? They, they, when you, when you, uh, convince yourself from the get go that this customer can't buy, you never go through your, your sales process. You never see, maybe there's an opportunity. Maybe there's the ability to get creative. Maybe there's, you know, it's not this product or service. It's that product or service. And they inquired on this one, you know, and maybe you're going to make less of a commission. So you don't want to deal with it or whatever these things are. Right. are, Are you saying that there's never a time when you're like, there's no way this deal is going to close. Like is yeah, bro. I, I think like what I would say is that uh, sales people and sales leaders need or 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 leadership at a company, period, need mm-hmm. to accept less stuff just dying so early in the process because it's it's an epidemic. Right. We're convincing ourselves that that you know pushing too hard is, is bad. Right. Right. That, I, I don't think it is. I think being tactless is its own thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, but I do, I do think there is a level of qualification. Like I'm, I'll take the perspective of being sold too. There are times when I'm seeing somebody not letting go and I'm like, listen, I, I was never even interested enough. Didn't have the budget authority to even go there. Tell the person. Yeah. Tell the person you're not going to buy. Disqualify yourself. And the best part about that, or not the best, but then they'll follow up with like three more freaking emails. They're just like, dude, I tried to be honest with you. And now you're like, you know, still. It's a person sales process. Yeah. Well, that's just like your classic, like sales automation, SaaS software model that you see 
Yeah, I'm talking about that. I'm talking about the chase, not so much like, you know, um, these people who have like tried to automate their way into deals, right? Mm -hmm. That's a whole other call. Mm -hmm. So like what I think is, you know, if people get just curious enough where they can dig, but Mm -hmm. not so curious that they fall in love with every, with the customer and believe every objection they throw up, not try to pre-qualify the customer before they even kind of get everybody involved in the, in the deal, not, you know, get disappointed um, that, that like, you know, things stalled out for a week or or a month or something, you know, and they didn't follow up, Mm -hmm. you know, on the call, they ask for the next step. They ask mm-hmm. for commitment to make, make the next step. You're going to close more deals, right? So the risk is, oh, I followed up too much with this guy and he got a little bit pissed off. That's not, that's, that's not terrible, right? It's a much bigger risk. There's way more money being left on the table, right? Because mm-hmm. if you look at economically, you're saying, I'm leaving all this money on the table because my reps are not following up with this prospect mm-hmm. deep enough into the process, or my rep is spending some time on a deal mm-hmm. that he shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. What's your, what's your CLV? Like what's your customer lifetime value? You know, 50 grand, hundred grand. What's your rep salary? Five to $10,000 a month. Right. What's a few minutes. Right. Like, and, and the rep telling me that they're wasting time, like sends me through the roof and it should send all the sales managers through the roof. Right. Right. Like you're wasting my money. That lead costs more than your time. That's it. So that's my, that's my, that's my rant. That's a good rant. That was good. So what's the punchline here? Give it to me in one big one. Packaged up punchline. Every rep and every sales leader should require their reps to to get one step further at least in the pipe or in the sales process Mm -hmm. further than they feel like they should. Hmm. If you don't feel like if the, if the, if the, if the prospect has sends, you know, says something that like would be a reason that you would pre-qualify them mm-hmm. and, and kill the deal, do the mm-hmm. demo, do the discovery, see what happens. Right. Might be good. You never know. Right. <laughs> somebody, somebody, somebody makes an objection or throws up an objection. Try to handle it. Don't let the Try deal it. die. Sweet. It's a punchline. Dude, I love your fire today. This is great. Should yeah, we wrap it up? I, yeah, yeah. We should wrap it up. I'm tired Let's of hearing up. my own stuff. Uh, dude, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I wish it was this way every day. Cool. All right, folks. This wraps up today's episode of Attend Topics. I am Chris Battis. I'm Logan Kelly. Go ahead and give us a five-star review to review and follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, we will see you next time. Thank you. See you. Take care.